Now when you see these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. May I speak these words in the name of God who was and is and is to come. Amen. Please be seated. Some years ago as a seminarian, I remember being asked to preach my first children's sermon at the parish where I was then serving. I was thrilled for the opportunity, and then I remembered that it was the first Sunday of Advent and that I would get to preach my first children's sermon about, well, the apocalypse. Always a fun time, right? Tell me, kids, what are you afraid of? Now, although I wasn't excited back then so much, I can tell you that I now am genuinely thrilled that we get to celebrate together this first Sunday of Advent. It's the beginning of a new church year. We have a new color on the altar, finally. I, I will be very honest with you, 26 Sundays or 28 Sundays of green is a lot for me. And we get to begin a new gospel, which happens to be my personal favorite, Luke. Now, our gospel reading today might come off a bit scary at first. Scary times are coming, Jesus tells us. And yet, and yet I am convinced that it is for us a profound and beautiful invitation. First, I want to take us back to our gospel from Mark two weeks ago. Now, if you remember our reading from two weeks ago, and I'm sure that you all do, you'll remember that it was uh, that Jesus told us then that scary times are coming, in a sense, and the reading ends, and this is the beginning of the birth pangs. Today, the sentence I read at the beginning of this message strikes us in a similar way. Stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. I think as Episcopalians, we get afraid to talk about the end times in Scripture. Perhaps it's because of the way they can be and have been misused in other traditions uh, to the effect of terrifying and terrorizing people. If we get caught up in the images of destruction and loss and fear, we can too often get locked in ourselves and our own minds and in our own fears and we completely lose the point. Your redemption is drawing near. Beloved, we are invited to this time of active waiting, of wholehearted preparation for Christ's appearance among us. I spend a lot of time thinking about the ways in which the sort of secular calendar in which we live in this country and the, and the calendar of the church sometimes dovetail with one another, sometimes clash with one another, and always teach us something of importance. Where it seems that this time of the year, our calendars all, in a sense, converge. Now, we are, of course, in the, we all live in the world, and we have all been bombarded, particularly this weekend, with all of the Black Friday messages and the, the sales and, you know, every, every retail organization that can be trying to get us to buy and buy, but in the sense, trying to get us to prepare, prepare, prepare for the holidays. 
For those of us like me who spend our lives in college ministry and on the college ministry schedule, all of my students right now are preparing, preparing for final exams. Please do pray for them when you pray. And for all of us now in the church calendar, we have entered today into the sacred time of preparation. We are all preparing for something new, something we are awaiting something that we have a sense will be good, and yet we don't know exactly what it will look like. In fact, I believe in Advent we play this almost a waiting game, almost a game of pretending with ourselves. If we've been in church or even existing in the world, we know where this Advent journey will take us. In less than a month, we will ultimately celebrate together the birth of a baby in Bethlehem whom we will call Jesus. And yet, in the midst of this preparation time, we do our best to cover our eyes and collectively enter into the profound uncertainty and straight-up terror of those days more than two millennia ago when we know they didn't have any idea what was coming. Yes, we await Jesus as a baby in Bethlehem as our church and our world anticipate the coming of Christmas. And, it's not, and yet, we know it's not just about that. If you're like me, sometimes this observance of Advent can feel a bit rote. Every year we you know, wait to, until the first Sunday of Advent and we change the altar colors and we light the wreath and we do this and we do that and we know the experience. We know what we are anticipating, at least we think we know what we are anticipating. And yet this season, I invite you to think about it differently. I invite you to enter into Advent differently. Perhaps try out leaning straight into that uncertainty all around us and in the world. Remember, just as in the days of old, we live in some deeply uncertain terrifying and challenging times. Whether it's from the perils of our global climate to the end, seemingly endless affliction of racism in our legal system and in our world, to the pain of, an, of approaching almost two years of global pandemic. I think December marks two years since the first identification of the COVID-19 virus. It isn't hard to feel the retching of our painful times, the stretching uncertainty of wondering whether it all just gets worse from here, or the anticipation of praying, praying fervently for God to bring something, anything new, anything better into being. Maybe you pray like that too sometimes. I certainly do. So this Advent, beloved, we lean in to the waiting together. We lean in to that hopeful, fervent, prayerful, even desperate expectation. We lean in fully and with absolute certainty that God is in the midst of birthing something new and powerful into being. Now I've said it before and I will say it again. I am convinced beyond any shadow of a doubt that the church is going through some painful, challenging, stretching, messy, uncertain times. And sometimes it feels like the apocalypse for the church. 
The whole church as we know it seems to be coming to an end sometimes. The ways in which we have grown comfortable in interacting with the world, the ways in which we have come to expect the world to just come to us, the ways in which we assume ourselves to be at the center of, the, of our national environment simply does not exist anymore. And that can be terrifying to us as the church. And yet, and yet, we are an Advent people. We have the opportunity to lean right into that nervousness, into that anxiety, into that fear, knowing that those things are just temporary. Knowing that God is in the midst of, in the midst of birthing a new church, a new thing into being through you and through me. In fact, God's very self is preparing to be born anew in you and in me, not just this Advent season, but in ourselves, in a church bent on coming out of itself, in a church bent on breaking out in service to God and to God's people. Something incredible is about to be born forth in us, church. I'm excited about that. I hope you are too. And the beautiful thing about knowing that God is birthing a new thing into being is knowing that God is both the birth giver and the one to be born. And so are we. God is birthing us anew, and God is also preparing to be born into the world anew, as we'll remember in a few weeks. And we, the church, we, God's people, are preparing to co-create with God, to co birth with God a new being into the world. And that new being is ourselves too. We are preparing to be born anew into the world, just as is Christ. Now, I don't know exactly what that's going to look like, and I don't know exactly when it's coming, but I can tell you for certain, beloved in Christ, We are an Advent people, and we are living in an Advent world, in a world that is waiting, yearning, preparing deeply, anxiously, fervently to give birth to newness in us, and waiting and preparing for God's self to be born anew in this world through us. Beloved in Christ, my dear siblings, let us live into that anticipation into that season of uncertainty, into that season of fervent prayer in this time of Advent, actively, joyfully together. May we work each day toward the renewal of our homes, our families, and our communities, knowing that God is in the midst. God is working overtime in the work of making all things new. Through our uncertainty, through our fear and our pain and our worry, something completely beyond our imagination is getting ready to be born. Amen.